0: hello and welcome back to black O'Couch couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for finally after what two years actually i think it's been more like a year and a half westworld season four episode one titled auguries which means a sign of what will happen in the future an omen i wish i knew that going into the episode and then maybe i would have tried to pick out what may possibly <laughs> be a future omen but i think the ending of christina which is so weird to have a character with my namesake uh giving that monologue about wanting a happy ending i think that might be something that is more of an omen but i enjoyed this episode a lot i gave it a 9.6 out of 10 i thought that they did a really good job finally showing me a world outside of Westworld that looks lived in (laughs) even if it might be a park more on that in a moment and we we see that there's a particular structure maybe being formed in the seven year time gap which I'm all for the time gap all for time moving forward particularly when we don't need to see the in-between this is the type of story where we're going to want to hit its uh stressor points on the timeline since it seems to be a very long timeline somewhere in the future and thus i am on board with a lot of the decisions in this episode before we do jump into the recap wherever you're listening to this podcast stitcher itunes podbean spotify so on and so forth go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for westworld or any other show that i do blacker couch at gmail.com so we start with william or the host copy of william is my assumption here going to meet some unfortunate uh, <laughs> negotiator on behalf of i'm not sure if they're the mob they're a group of men that speak hispanic but it was just an assumption from William saying maybe you're from the mob maybe you're from someone else i don't know i don't give a fuck but he is at home he's getting all ready he's got a gun he goes in and he discusses about being a little little leery of this deal because he's aware that william is buying up a lot of property all around where they are which is the hoover dam it now houses a large data vault that can contain information until forever which is something that i think is a good indication of what she wants or intends Shaloris that is of uh her plans and intentions here uh he gives him a nice offer after he's told by his constituents that we want the deal to go through he decides that fine i will sell him on this i will explain to him what he could potentially buy a piece of but he doesn't want a piece of he wants the whole shebang is what i believe he used as the term but he is not keen to give up everything that they have for unknown reasons to this white man (laughs) but william says you can either give it to me now for that huge sum of money i'm about to pay you or you're going to give it to me tomorrow for free the guy responds by hey this is not our first rodeo dealing with people who don't take a answer well and he goes home thinking the whole thing's settled squared away except there's a whole bunch of flies everywhere in his closet the fact that he kept moving with all them flies I would have saw four flies in my house and been like is there a dead body in here because that's the only reason why there would be that many clustered around coming for me and I know I ain't had I mean look how nice your place is bruh ain't nobody there but you minute I saw them flies I'm get the fuck up out of here not to say that that would have saved you but I (laughs) you would have made it hard I would have made it hard for you he goes into his dressing room which we saw previously and yeah it's a it's a fly mania And my guess is those flies somehow got in his body. And that's even more disgusting. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, they're so nasty. He comes in to meet with his group. Who asks about the sale. Except he seems to be controlled. He takes out a... I don't know. It looked like men had guns in that room. I don't know how he was able to take out all four of them. But sure, I'll go with it. And kills them with a penknife before handing over the company to william who's just waiting and this is what shaloris has been doing shaloris has been doing in her spare time finding ways to control humanity she's had seven whole years to get this shit that's why i believe it and i like the the gap the age uh, The age gap from last season because it allows for that type of storytelling then he says am i done he's like yeah you can sleep now and he kills himself and that's not great i did not watch the the opening credits i will go back and watch the opening credits but for the most part i need other people to put that shit together for me i'm not (laughs) (laughs) once again this is one westworld podcast out there amongst 400 so this is just my thoughts and opinions and feelings and i'm sure the the more analytical (laughs) deep dive reddit type of situation are are going to be other podcasts that i myself will be be deciding to jump into after i record mine of course We go to New York City where we meet Christina, who is our previous Dolores, except we're not going to call her Dolores because she's not Dolores. She looks a lot like Dolores, but she is not the same person. She wakes up like she's in a loop and she did it twice. And at first I was wondering, well, why are you zipping it up your bed until I saw her push it up against the wall? And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I could also see more societies in the future as space continues to get limited particularly in some cities like boston right now is very very much uh has more people than living space and that's just not boston that's a lot of places particularly in other countries um you'll see you'll see more of this type of uh design work for apartments and living areas because you need to make the most out of the space that you're given she has a roommate what is her roommate's name because i actually quite liked her uh when i recall i will let you know (laughs) maya that's her name she has a roommate maya who thinks that she needs to get out and be a little bit more of a social butterfly since she's become an introvert and i feel attacked (laughs) and she agrees that she will come out like are you gonna wear that i don't see what's wrong with what i have on (laughs) it's the clothes i put on right now i don't need to do four outfit changes before i'm going out but sure 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 why not she didn't change and i appreciated it she then goes to work at olympiad entertainment where she creates stories for non-player characters in video games i'm gonna need a lot more information on this she also seems to have a stalker someone calling her phone numerous times telling her that she is she gonna help him he thought that she was fake but she's real and he talks about the tower and considering what i've seen from the trailers i think he's talking about shaloris's uh control center and this seems to be a person who understood the nature of their reality and realized that she is creating stories to fuck his life up which might also lead to possibly what chaloris is after with the humans like i think i'll write your stories now
1: i am woman hear me roar in numbers too big to ignore and i know too much to go
0: back which is truly messed up because you had this whole revolution that went on for seven whole years, a war in which (laughs) they did everything in their power to get rid of this uh, Rehoboam only for Shaloris to step in being like, oh, that was just the beginning. At least it was people controlling people. Now you got... Host controlling, well, one host in particular, <laughs> controlling all others and setting up the world to receive her own. <laughs> oh, gotta love her persistence. This man that is calling her is named Peter. He claims that she's controlling his life and she tells him to leave him alone or she's gonna call the police i don't know why you haven't already but also no, the police are are really 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 shitty when it comes to to uh stalker cases but they at least could have traced where the man was living <laughs> had a conversation with him. like can you please just cease and desist sir we'll have to take further action continuing on with the christina story which we're gonna stay on she goes to her boss who went well her boss went to her and said we need to talk about your performance and basically told her those cute cuddly stories that you want to write yeah that's not that's not what we're here for and it's funny because you get the immediate juxtaposition to uh westworld You know, I had stories with happy endings, but nobody wanted that. They wanted violence. They wanted sex. They wanted tragedy. (laughs) That is what we're going for here. And she is told the exact same thing. She says, save it for her diary.
1: Oh, I think that I found myself an annoying bitch. Please shut the fuck up.
0: She gets back home. Peter's still calling. She hears something notices that her plan is disturbed on her balcony i'm wondering why y'all don't have better locks or i don't know i don't know how these apartments work <laughs> i've never had about uh, an apartment with a balcony outside like that on a second floor because they when my daughter was growing up it just i i couldn't i could not i could not imagine she would not fall so i never pursued it <laughs> it's like that's just something i'd rather not have on my bucket list of fears i have to be concerned about i'm the same way about stairs i know i know doesn't make sense what these uh, little pet peeve fears are but it's also another <laughs> reason why <laughs> i've not lived anywhere in apartments with stairs and despite her being 13 and this not no longer being a problem uh we still our next place still probably won't come with a balcony because i just don't like i don't prefer them either she decides to go out on her meet and greet with maya when maya picks her up she's like i will not be responsible for the death of your dating life or social life and as i stated earlier i like maya i think she's uh she's clearly a friend to her she might also be a handler i don't know But she seems sweet they go to this very fancy looking restaurant where she meets her blind date and i'm with her christina on this we're both the same blind dates are not uh -uh. those are not fun whatsoever i don't know what i'm getting into and then I have to just sit down and talk to you and she explains what she does and he's all like I do the the, I was done with this because she because I can understand having two different perspectives on something but she says well maybe the world isn't uh, maybe it's not me maybe it's the world I want to be something more than just I don't want to accept this mediocre sad existence as the only way things can be can you not can we not have happy endings do we not need to take drugs for everything because that was his his whole. you sound depressed oh i'm depressed because i'm not into you and have a different point of view than you oh, shit, oh, and unless i'm giving you bedroom eyes do not put your hands on me he just put his hands all over her in a possessive manner and the minute she was like what the fuck he was like you should take drugs for that. Oh, you have that problem? You should take drugs for that too. Excuse me, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Maybe to take some drugs to get through this fucking date. You're clearly single or you're a serial dater. Either way, something's not going right for you if you can't get anybody to stay and maybe it's you and stop telling other people it's their problem <laughs> oh i don't like men like that uh maya also was like well maybe it was nothing you ain't got to worry about someone possibly being at our apartment she then gets back well no she, while she's in the bathroom she gets a phone call from peter once again she goes outside to walk herself home her friend did say while she was talking on her on the phone Hey, do you want me to come with you? Are you sure you're fine? Oh, it's just a block away. I have seen that happen to a lot of women. Don't do that. Walk with groups. Just walk with a group. Even if it's right around a corner. Because a lot of women get snatched off of the fucking street in that one block it takes you to get to you. And even if you're sober, it just doesn't matter. It's better to go in groups. I get that. Maybe sometimes that's not always an option. But I know if I... Personally, I'm going home, and I have a stalker. I'm not gonna walk the block by myself, and and I just thought someone was in my apartment. That's just not thinking clearly. That means I need to go to get my motel for the night, (laughs) or find somewhere else to sleep. She does feel a little lonely. Not depressed though. She just she is a dreamer, and she prefers her dreams over reality. And I think that speaks to a lot but this peter guy attacks her pretty much reinforces the same things that we've been hearing him saying why don't you you know you're making my life miserable you can make my life happier give me a happy ending whatever that means and as he is getting physical a man comes out of the shadows and starts beating his ass while she lays there run bitch run there was also a car an empty car showing up because we saw her look over at it and then they were both gone so what happened don't know she doesn't seem to be asking too many follow-up questions she wakes up the next morning i don't even know if i could have slept and she ends up going outside getting the same call thinking oh my god i thought that was over (laughs) (laughs) and he's still saying will you help me or not she's like i'm sorry i cannot help you then he says is this real and she's like where are you and she looks up and he jumps off a building to suicide once again later on her balcony she's like romeo romeo where art thou Romeo? (laughs) show your ass up and he does Downstairs, as she says, she's stupid for continuing to want this sweet, happy ending for herself. But downstairs, watching her is a blast from the past. And one I'm not even sure I trust. One Teddy Roosevelt. That's not his last name. Teddy Flood. Teddy, motherfucking. It's good to see James Marston. I am glad James Marston's back. I am mad that for some reason. Dolores forgot she loved Teddy. Dolores <laughs> don't love Teddy, but our Dolores loved Teddy. So it was very disappointing that there was not even a mention of his name in season three. And I know Mimi said the same thing. Like I don't remember season three. My recall on television shows, especially ones in which I really enjoy, tend to be rather pristine. So I remember everything from last season. (laughs) And I've watched these seasons more than once. That also helps. So I didn't need to be caught up. I didn't even re watch the recap. I'm like, I got it. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) Uh, So I recall me being very upset. Teddy was all of a sudden forgotten that he was even in the Valley Beyond because he did survive because she put him up there. So i'm like what are you gonna do when your lover come out when your real lover come out like what the hell didn't we didn't i try to kill myself over this to prevent this because i didn't want to have nothing to do with it i didn't even want to see it and now your ass out here just wow so i'm glad that this dolores is around or i need to stop calling her dolores her name's christina christina is around and she's going to get her happy ending with Teddy. That Teddy really wanted with her. Except this ain't the Teddy that she going to get that happy ending with. I have a feeling. I just got a feeling. In my spirit. Because we saw another few Westworld characters from the past. That are showing up. And I don't think those are the same ones that are in the Valley Beyond. Speaking of that situation. Let's go to Maeve. her so much she is in a cabin in the woods and she's meditating on some things in her past Uh, one being of course her daughter who after seven years she still is trying to keep well she doesn't have to worry about keeping that memory fresh it is fresh they don't they don't uh dissipate like our memories she's also thinking about clementine being dead which i thought was awkward since ain't clementine supposed to be alive and working for mave what happened there something tells me that we're gonna figure it out in the next few episodes what happened in those seven years there is a quick brief hector moment uh i don't think that hector is like he needs to be dead dead i thought they were gonna play around with the idea of size more but i think they scratched that because they probably figured it was too stupid and we don't want to do it and in hindsight i can't disagree with that <laughs> not at all and so she she's rather left alone without anyone including caleb who has moved on and started living his own life as he should after they have apparently accomplished what it they needed what they needed to accomplish in said war There's a brief flashback we see of them going into a facility. There's a Rehoboam there. There's a bomb. There's an explosion. Looks like Caleb is fucked up because he got some shrapnel. He's bleeding pretty quickly. And her reaching... What was that? Her reaching for his face like when he was completely injured. And then she started to push like... Was she just reliving that moment physically? And then uh she causes all of the electricity in the neighborhood and across the grid to go out including her own place which she lied about when she went to get more supplies like uh did you have a powder your job? nope Mm-mm. i don't know what that girl that make you look even more suspicious <laughs> she don't even think to lie uh she is then told though that there are folks that were looking for her her friends and she's like uh-huh so how long did those friends leave like oh 20 minutes ago he was telling her in the flash uh, telling them in the flashback she ain't home you ain't supposed to be telling people all that you don't know these people it's about their your friends you can't take that at face value but i could see people in the backwoods of whatever doing so she scopes out her home after she purchases an axe (laughs) like oh, better half let me take this as well and when she realizes that there are three humans and one host by the name of colonel brigham she creates a diversion with her truck that has propane on it so when they get close enough she's able to shoot because all she's got is a gun and an axe she's able to shoot the propane tank take down at least a few guys maybe it was more than three she comes out like batman to shoot the one guy in the face and colonel Brigham's is taken down he don't even know who he is So <laughs> she's like uh i've been chilling minding my own business for seven years off the grid how did you find me he's like yeah your little power outage thing she's like shit i knew that was gonna be a problem when it happened and she says colonel brigham who sent you it's like i can't answer that and also who the fuck is colonel brigham i don't have time to explain that to you so don't blink and she chops his head off and then is able to go through his memories by hooking up to it a la bernard and realizing that william sent him and i'm concerned because the one thing i know shaloris be playing is chess and if she ain't here or heard from the hit squad she has to know <laughs> that uh she might be trying to pull them in granted it looked like they were always looking for her but they he basically said start shooting they intend to bring her brain ball back or kill her one or the other i don't know i can never tell with charloris she killed uh fucking hector and i'm just going to go ahead and canon the shit that that was not part of the plan. <laughs> I can't that's a whole problem with season 2, I remember, is how the hell can you be trying to make her your ally when you kill her boyfriend? How is that going to help you? So Maeve decides after realizing William's still involved that she's just going to torch the place cuz what's there to find? I don't know, makes her look cool as she's walking away in the distance and the fact that she doesn't even she's like i'm just take this gun and i'm gonna walk off and i'll get to where i need to be we'll catch up with her when she catches up with caleb who is living in california he is working the exact same job that he previously was working there's one of his co-workers saying what are you doing for the holidays says i'm probably working oh it's good to get that bonus or holiday money but this war that we had what was the point of it because at least it was humans and us controlling us and now it seems like i still need more fleshing out of what has happened but i think we're only getting the tip of it that everyone isn't content to just be off their loops quote unquote uh and he says well how's your life changed since then and we have that iconic scene of when we first introduced we were first introduced to caleb he was sitting on that skyscraper except he had the robots but all of the all of the bots have been terminated they have been (laughs) taken out of society (laughs) melted down and turned into jewelry we do not have ai intelligence around this place at all it's not a thing uh and he's complaining that at least with the bots we got twice as labor done (laughs) and there's no need for overtime so it's the pros and cons of technology but the person that sits on a skyscraper and moves forward i will never understand those that's a person who definitely has lived on the edge of danger (laughs) and for the first time i will say i started to feel like caleb was someone who had those skills y'all know how i felt season two about caleb wasn't my favorite character never felt as if he showed up for what they were trying to promote him for and i never got it in my head that he was somehow this well-trained well you know like he's a marine and i just never bought it but in this episode i finally got it just a bit when we saw how he reacted when there was a noise he was like did you hear that Oh, it's pro- and then what black woman in their house goes? It's probably raccoons. Even if it was raccoons, motherfucker, go look. Ain't nobody gonna tell you not to. <laughs> At least not a sister ain't gonna tell you not to. Like you know what? That could be raccoons. It's probably raccoons, but do you boo? Do you? And if you want to take the gun out of the safe to to investigate, that is all good as well. <laughs> uh he had read his daughter oh he has a daughter oh he has a daughter and she's just this beautiful chocolate little girl named frankie played by celeste clark who i love uh his wife Iwari, i believe is her name is played by nozifo mclean there are quite a few additionals like adriana debose is maya uh frederick lynn as colonel biggum which we did see we already knew though uh altero del pelto i don't know who he's playing because it just says as (laughs) i don't know who he is and what he's been a part of uh aurora perrano is in this as well daniel Wu is in this season as well as lily simmons there's Alex Fernandez, don't know who they're playing. Manny Mata- Montana as Carver. Michael Malarkey as Emmett. Aaron Stanford as Peter. And Brandon Skelnar as Henry. I just thought I'd throw that out since we are on this topic. But he has this lovely little daughter who's trying to shoot cans. And he tells her, You gotta relax, you gotta let it come to you as he just shoots them all easily it takes practice that's all you got to do is keep practicing it he uh, goes to see his wife i love that she has all those braids and she's clearly from some african country that i adore he reads his baby a story and as stated earlier he hears the sound only thinks it's a raccoon his daughter's already scared like i think that you should leave the light on because my stuffed animal is scared i'm not my stuffed animal is scared. What's up with parents being like? Well, you know. <laughs> but he really did was training her. Like, well, well, actually, technically, if all the lights off, that gives you the better point of view to see your enemy. But I should probably teach you like a child and let you know that a nightlight is okay. Mom comes in uh, to finish tucking her in. Then she comes to chastise him. She did a lot of chastising. I will give. I will give that. (laughs) She's like, I thought this was done. Granted, though, they might have been through a lot. So I'm coming from an outside perspective. And she's like, look, the war is over. She's aware of the war. She's aware of his part in the war. And he's like, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm overreacting. Uh, There is another little argument that happens between them about her believing that he actually wants this uh, that it's not the war being over it's you walking away from the war maybe that's what you want that little tiff leads to her reading and him drinking frankie hears a noise and because she was listening to her damn mama go look out the damn window and it was a raccoon but she drops her teddy Maeve's daughter had a stuffed animal too (laughs) And she decides to go outside and get the stuffed animal. Who taught you? Who taught you? Mommy, I dropped my stuffed animal. That's how that conversation should go. <laughs> I wish my daughter ever would walk out in the middle of the damn night. you out of your mind and I don't even know that you walked out of my damn house. Luckily, luckily, Caleb decides that I'm going to get rid of this huge thing of beer bottles in the trash can because when she goes outside it's uh oh don't tell me don't tell me walter <laughs> walter is standing there and he's got a gun he's like i'm a friend of your daddy's and then daddy comes out and he's like he says he's your friend <laughs> with that close range though how you miss them shots unless they was unless they were blanks that is the only way nobody got shot in that scenario because i love maid but she was like three seconds too late it did look like he was about to actually finish the job which means that he really was trying to kill them but man you're awful shy <laughs> but Mae puts a sword through him and he looks at her like I did not ever expect to see you again in my life and she gives the little girl Frankie her teddy back she's like who the hell are you an old friend
1: extraordinary
0: I did enjoy the comeback dialogue. I did enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> after that, he he's still kind of trying to get his, you know, because she finally comes outside like five minutes after them gunshots. And it's like my baby. It's like take her in the house and he's and Maeve just drags the body over there nice effect she don't need no help and finally greets him with hello darling and that's when he's like I thought this day would never come which makes me wonder what your last uh interaction was like he said he swear he would never see her again so she must have just ghosted the fuck out he goes in talks to his wife she tell or he tells her that you know, apparently almost getting shot, Frankie can still go to sleep. I
1: didn't get no sleep because of y'all.
0: Y'all not gonna get a sleep because of me. Uare is staring out the window at Maeve, who's putting her sword in the trunk of the dirtiest vehicle I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and just standing there, and she's crying, watching her, like, uh, so I guess the war is not over. <laughs> but she seemed to get upset by it and i'm not sure why and i'm not going to read into anything because i have been very off on the last season with my predictions so unless (laughs) i got way more concrete evidence than i'm giving i don't it's just a scene in which he's just upset that he's leaving but i would think you would still like wish him well give him a kiss give him a hug give him a something. not are you the last thing y'all do to each other and it seems as if she keeps saying like i thought you were going to be a father more so than a husband like a husband and a father because he says i'm doing everything that i'm doing for you to protect you but she doesn't seem to buy that and i'm not sure why then he goes and he stares at his daughter and he canoodles up with her one last time is my guess <laughs> i'm saying that because again that omen of when he goes downstairs he's called boys that he's had on his team from his war days they're gonna protect his family get him somewhere safe however when he goes up to mave she's like yeah i did get information that he's after this other senator so we need to go protect him or i need to go protect him and he's like we're gonna go and he's like or she's like we no you can stay here i can do this all by myself i'm a robot in case you forgot (laughs) i'm a host and you're a human and he's like no i need to protect them and you wouldn't do anything different because there was a line that he's like if he had hurt my daughter like you would don't know of what happened if she was like hold on you know i'm all about that daughter life but i'm not it's not gonna get that far i'm not gonna let that it get that far uh and so off they go even though she tells him that while she may not have made a different decision she definitely will regret it and he's definitely gonna regret it i'm just gonna call this out right now caleb dies at the end of this season that's just a prediction in which i am (laughs) throwing out with no basis whatsoever other than uh sounds like a premonition and we end with them driving out him looking very concerned in the passenger seat and that is where our characters are at because they're gonna go back to new york city so that's gonna be interesting i wonder how long it's been since they've been back in new york city because it's Mae said she's been off the grill for, grid for seven years so maybe this is now prediction hour this is what I'm thinking Shaloris has either taken over the city of New York or a part of the city or opened some park in New York City because we saw some people going down the steps saying I can't believe this is your first time da, 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 da. I think that and it could just be this is your first time in New York City because i i for the for a second i was like yeah that could be a park but i honestly don't think it's a park i think that she genuinely has taken over new york city as the basis of her 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 insulation of making humans the hosts and them the controllers except it's now out in the real world and i know at some point they're going to go back to westworld because it was in the trailer sorry i'm not going to spoil too much from the trailer because i know that people sometimes don't watch them but there was a few things that that make us think that we're not gonna be in the same timeline and the fact that you have the seven years the fact that you have now and you have whatever's gonna happen with bernard because he is clearly gonna wake up sometime later we thought it was possibly because it was desert or dirt or whatever that it could be you know a hundred two hundred years but now i'm thinking about it, it could just be seven years it could be um so that's my my theory as far as what Shiloris is doing that she's trying to turn the real people into hosts and using hosts to control them Cause we know that Christina is not a real person, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> we we all can, can we all can uh, put our hands up and concede she's not a real person. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> which makes that makes me think that everyone is host, but there are people that are human. But we're not gonna know. We're not gonna know until they tell us. Very strong opening. Uh, Did I say this episode was written by Lisa Joy and Will Sudik and directed by Richard J. Lewis? Hopefully, if I didn't, well, there you go. With a perfect segue into the feedback.
1: Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for the Westworld season four premiere. Um, If you hear some wind outside currently (laughs) giving my feedback, so uh, you might have some windiness in the background. Anyway, um, I actually, on the one hand, I enjoyed this season premiere and it's got me really, really excited about what's to come. Um, for season four. On the other hand, per usual, um, because it's been such a long time since um, we saw season three, I wish that I, cause the recap that they provided really didn't do much for me. Cause I feel like there's still some missing pieces in my memory in regards to what happened. Um, I mean, I remember what happened overall, but there's like specific things that I'm like, I was trying to remember when I was looking at certain scenes. But all in all, I'm excited to delve back into Westworld and this, um, (laughs) and the mind, well, I guess the mind fuckery that they'll probably put us through because that's the other thing. Westworld has got me to the point where I'm just so paranoid because when Dolores, AKA Christina, Woke up from, you know, in bed. It just gave me such season one vibes of her waking up um, to um, when she was in the country with her dad, all that stuff. So it gave me that vibe. So I'm like suspicious now about what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, is this another, are we back in a simulation type thing, another so, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm on pins and needles now in regards to that. I'm very suspicious on what is going on. Because, especially when she woke up, went about her day and everything that was going on. And then, she woke up again later on in the episode. But this time, she had the scratch on her arm. But still, it's like she woke up exactly the same. She, you know... It's just I don't know. I don't know how to think. I don't know how to feel, and that's probably (laughs) the way how they want it to be. Um, But I did. I mean, of course, I was actually happy to see Dolores because I was. I mean, obviously, I knew she didn't die. And so, I mean, I like this version of her. I just, I don't know. Should I be liking this version of her? Um, Then we see Maeve. Um, Am I saying her name wrong? I seem to never be able to say her name right. Um, And, you know, her being her badass self. And so I'm just, again, I'm just like, "Mm, I don't know what's going on. Um, But I am so happy to be on board to find out. And then we see Caleb. Of course, we find out it's seven years later, Caleb is married with a child. Which you know, I, I'm, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at the, um, the, the whole thing. This version of Caleb, because uh, I like this. I like this new, um, this new what am I trying to say, uh, what's going on, like, you know, he has his family now, I mean, he's still behind the curveball in regards to, um, I shouldn't say behind the curveball, that's the wrong phrase that I'm going with, but whatever, I mean, he's, he's, par- of course, he's in paranoid bill and I don't know, again, I just feel like, and then they showed the, um, when, that we were seeing with, um, made they were showing the the flashbacks of I guess hurt cuz I'm like I don't think that we saw that in season 1 I mean season 3 them going and blowing up the thing and then him getting uh hurt and so I don't remember seeing that so I don't know if that's a like a new thing that they were showing us from what happened after The whole, you know, we get to do whatever the fuck we want. When May said that at the end. So, there's so many questions I still have. Um, But, again, I'm I'm okay with that. It's exciting to be back on that ride to figure it out. Um, Of course, we got William. I mean, obviously, I knew William was coming back. So, that wasn't like... (sighs) That wasn't surprising at all. Just... I mean, I have mixed emotions. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to know what the hell he's up to now. Um, but I guess we'll wait and see on that. So, um, yeah, that whole thing with the cartel and with that dude. I don't even remember the guy from Flash, the, the hippie guy that's on here. <laughs> I don't know his name on here. Um, I forget his name, I should say. So he was, uh, he woke up after flies, after the flies, I don't know, I guess the flies got in there. I don't even know what that scene was about, to be honest. He just, he was brainwashed or whatever into killing everybody and then signing over. Um, I just don't know why he just didn't do that to begin with. I guess it's a power thing, you know, because if, that was all it took and like why would you even give them the option just go in there do that and I mean I guess that was part of the fun you know the hunt of it all you know making them think that they have a choice when they really don't um so you can play the you know the ultimate villain in the story um what else we saw Teddy um I had a feeling that was going to be Teddy I knew you know when the guy was the Peter guy was um, some some random person just jumped in and start fighting the Peter guy? I knew it was Teddy, and so and then when she was talking about her happy ending and she wanted a happy ending, I was like, "Yep, I, we're gonna see Teddy." And so sure enough, we saw Teddy again. I don't know how the hell we saw Teddy. That's so, all like, and again, back to my suspicion about you know because she's doing the very thing that. Uh, not the very thing, but simil- similar to um, she's writing these stories. So it's like another version of what they were doing before with Westworld um, and writing these stories and the people coming in and playing their role. And then we got Peter saying, you know, please write me a different way. Is this how the story is supposed to end? Um, and you wrote me this. way. So it's just so much, so much callbacks to things that, um, unfortunately my brain is not smart enough to really hone in on in regards to season one, um, and season two, season, you know, that kind of stuff, the specifics is just the whole vibe of it, um, is what I'm going off of, um, in regards to that, uh, like now she's writing this story versus everyone else, you know, the quote unquote humans, or writing the stories um so that's very interesting um i think that's all i got Cause i feel like i'm rambling a bit now um i'm just excited to delve back into this because i feel like we're gonna go on another trippy trippy journey on this show i don't even know how many episodes it is but I'm, i know you'll do your um when you do your thing at the beginning Uh, You always say how many episodes we're getting and all that stuff this season. So don't know any of that, but that's all I got. Very excited about Westworld. I hope this feedback isn't too noisy because, like I said, I'm outside right now. um, And so it's a little bit windy. Um, But that's all I got. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch. Shy. That was queen shy with her thoughts on the
0: episode i did think you were outside in a thunderstorm <laughs> and i was laughing the whole time because i was imagining you getting blown away seeing sending feedback and it's hilarious i love your dedication to sending feedback in uh i think last time shot uh mimi was in like a bathroom <laughs> the places we have to find to have quiet places but um yeah really great start of the episode I didn't do my my usual thing in the beginning because this was a returning series but I can tell you it is eight episodes once again now I had feelings about last year it being eight episodes that that wasn't enough but I do think that they know what they want to it feels a little bit more like hopefully they they uh plus i feel i i have more faith in this show that you know they don't throw out critiques and they're not gonna listen because every critique i had about season three episode one immediately <laughs> just said no people around here's people um there was a lovely shot of the uh what was it high rise skyline high line well if you've been in new york city You would have actually walked across it. It was when Dolores was walking across to go to her job. Um, High rise. I feel like it's the high rise and not the high line, but I could be wrong. But I've been, I walked that whole entire thing up to, uh, was it Greenwich Village? Yeah, I think I got off in Greenwich Village, but I walked the whole thing. It's amazing. If you don't ever try it, you should. Uh, It's a wonderful, it's like they converted this railroad track into this long ass park in the middle of New York City, it's amazing. Definitely try it if you've never. Um, So eight episodes it's going to be. Now Enzo, you probably don't know him as Enzo because you didn't watch Vampire Diaries and I didn't even bring it up because I just remembered at this moment. Enzo, which was Christina's boss, did say that she wrote a story a few months ago about a man who lost everything uh stalked a woman and then killed himself so i think that was a clear indication that whatever she's writing for these npcs that those are people either visiting this new quote-unquote park or because there's people who went to a park right and they they thought they were going for one thing and they actually ended up being controlled i think this is the same game that charloris is playing people call her Haloris, and i'm like i don't know when that happened i get why that happened but i never i, I don't i never say Haloris. it doesn't make sense to me it's always charloris <laughs> so you might hear people saying Haloris and wonder who that person is and wonder why i don't call her that um i did forget to mention that someone left her the maze so that could be teddy it could be I just don't know how he got from the valley beyond to and considering we've seen a lot of other hosts that look just like other hosts that were in the park and yet they're not the original versions of i can only imagine that uh or this could be bernard that's so that's another thing we don't know what he's because like i said i think there's going to be something trippy with the timelines Uh, And because they're trying to wake her up to the nature of her own reality, it has to be someone who's invested in that. And I don't think Charlotte is, I think she's using (laughs) a a person that looks like herself, (laughs) Um, you know, because she's had all these, this data on these hosts. So that makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, I don't know how it's connected, but it's connected, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that he is, if he is the teddy that I know and love, they're going to have a lot of explaining to do on how he got here. Now, you said William didn't give them like he's playing with him. Why didn't he just play the strong role, strong arm the first way? This is still Dolores, right? So all season two, Dolores learned that even in evil Dolores form, uh, before she left that island, that people do have the the uh the right to have a choice even if it is between a rock and a hard place it's still a choice so i think with william uh working on behalf of charloris it's like yeah i want to take this the choice is to give it to me and be compensated or door number two (laughs) so i do think that that was important for william slash charloris to give people this uh this idea of a choice this idea of an option to change right that was what dolores wanted and she was even teaching that to charloris at the time but i feel like charlores just took those uh lessons and went a little wild with it but i still think deep down at her core that made sense to me why you'd be like okay look i want to i want this can you be turned by your greed if not by your greed but then i'm just gonna kill you (laughs) speaking of i only briefly touched on it I was talking about the the data that the host stored. (laughs) I was a little distracted yesterday. I was doing this uh, podcast. Then when I recorded the first half of it before the feedback, but the data in the dam is the host and the human data, right? That Dolores or uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Dolores had taken and stored down here. And that's why he made the comment of, you know i would like i need something from this place but i don't have the key for it so all that data is right there she wants it there kept kept uh not only hidden where it's already at but also protected under her protection but i think she's trying to open that door she wants her people (laughs) that's her whole eventual choice is to bring back those that are more like her even though she has this other uh plan for humans she also still has that was her original goal was to get the key to get these uh hosts out of the valley beyond and unfortunately um she doesn't have access to that because she found out at the end, oh shit, the key is in Bernard's head. Something you may not may not have remembered. I know, like, I know a lot of people have said that. They're like, oh my God, if you like two years is a really long time. It was 2020. <laughs> but as stated earlier, I just I'm I'm one of those people that have a tendency to remember, particularly on my favorite shows, what what actually happened like it to yesterday. Uh and then once I actually have more time to rewatch the episodes I'll probably pick up a lot more. Uh there was a lot of callbacks in this episode. I agree. The white shoes or the black shoes, white hat, black hat. You see that Charloris or not Charloris? Christina chose the white. So I think because, with the title of this episode unless it's just being very uh ironic. I think that we are seeing I understand your your uh, distrust and I cannot disagree with that at all (laughs) one should have a healthy amount of skepticism but I do think this version of Christina is a rather new version she's not Dolores and I think that they're going to try to despite how much she mimics Dolores she's not going to be the same character she's not going to go down the same path Uh, she seems to want more of romance adventure kind of what uh kind of what kind of a little bit of what William wanted when he went into the park but they also had the one guy's room looking like a dressing room in Westworld I think there was another white and black reference but yeah and then the the whole And now that you actually pointed it out to me peter's attack and then that's what i thought that's why i thought and more suspicious of teddy because they totally had to have paused her right because she looked over she saw a car rolling up then she turned back away and they were gone and the only way if they paused everything then that teddy has to be involved somehow some way uh with what charloris is doing so i can't put it that's why i I distrust teddy right now (laughs) but that yeah i loved what they were doing with this episode with bringing us in the familiar while introducing us to the new and yeah that interracial love story or at least love love match uh definitely was hitting special (laughs) love to see it always and i can't wait for uh, the rest of the season and your thoughts on it. And last and certainly not least, we have feedback from Queen Mimi.
2: What up Steena, this is Mimi. Um, this is my feedback for um, Westworld. Um, sorry, it's a little late. Um, told you what was happening and then I fell asleep. <laughs> my son wanted me to play, um, it's, I mean, it's actually, it's a video game and like, I, I don't mind playing. I'm just not a video game person. I used to play when I was little, but I'm not very good at it. And who wants to sit there and lose for 45 times or in a row for an hour? <laughs> it's not fun. Um, anyway, so um, I did watch this a couple of days ago. So I'm going to try to remember everything. The first thing I want to talk about, I, as soon as I saw, um, I guess her name is Chrissy now (laughs) as soon as I saw Dolores I knew some I knew it was gonna be not what I thought like I'm used to Westworld fucking my mind and me having to pay close attention like I couldn't even eat dinner and watch this at the same time because I was like let me not chew too hard I might miss something so I was paying a lot of attention um but my memory isn't the greatest so I'm probably not gonna remember every plot point but I do I remember seeing Dolores's hair I'm gonna call call it Dolores just because I think it's gonna be too much for me to get, and I'm gonna get confused. But her hair was dark, and that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, okay, if her hair's dark, I'm gonna assume that this is not Dolores. And I thought maybe, you know, this was like another, like she took on another persona because she had something to do. Clearly, like, there were times when she would look at herself in the mirror and she would get that, like, android ai kind of like gaze that she had in season one so i'm assuming this is dolores and i don't remember the last thing it wasn't didn't she like die or burn to death or something like that i remember her not being like herself either she died or they deprogrammed her or something i don't remember the exact i did a recap but something happened with the last little bit of it so it cut off and then when we restarted it uh, it didn't go right to it, so I don't know. We're watching it on HBO Max. Um, so it was probably a glitch with that the, the app. But anyway, I'm trying to remember what happened in Dolores and I really don't. So but you know, she has a roommate. They're like seems like they're best friends. She works at some type of like it sounds like she she said that she writes for background characters for video games but it also looks like she is using storylines from Westworld Um, and from what I remember of like what Caleb was talking to that dude he worked with, there was a revolution, it's been seven years, the machines aren't there anymore and i'm a, and just like anything i assume there's a group of people that was like yes this is the best thing there's a group of people that think no we like the machines and that's the thing about revolutions. like there is always a group of people that feel like this is the best for everybody and then there's a group of people that think you guys fucked us up because that's even i remember even um reading like this was a while ago when i was in college can't remember what it was called but there was a book about like when slavery ended there was a group of people i should say a group of, of former slaves that felt like like now like what the fuck are we supposed to do we don't have any jobs we're not gonna have any food how are we supposed to live like they i guess you you know you have generations and generations doing something a certain way and your mind can't fathom any other way and you don't know how you're supposed to to live and and move on like yes we weren't treated great but at least we had a shack to live in and they gave us something to eat like now we're just supposed to do this for ourselves with no kind of job skills and no one wants to hire us so i feel like um that's probably what's going on here you know Um, I can't I honestly can't say how I would feel like what if you're one of those people that the that this big ass computer gave you a good life like this is what you're good at this is what you're gonna do and you were one of the wealthy ones like you probably feel like you got fucked over or if you were content with living how you were even though you weren't glamorous you weren't rich maybe you were okay so and now you know with what you have what's available maybe you're not doing so good so I, I think it would just depend on where you fall in that spectrum. Caleb had a pretty shitty life and no matter what he tried to do they kept putting him in a box and it it was clear he was good for other things but he had PTSD from war and They weren't, he was, he didn't have any prospects for jobs. He was living pretty shittily. His mom had um, dementia, so he was really by himself. And they said he was basically going to kill himself in a couple years. So I understand why he would care about the, um, getting, you know, the revolution and not wanting to be in this cycle anymore. Um, speaking of Caleb, I was, like, utterly surprised (laughs) when we saw his wife and his daughter. At first, I thought it was Maves, and then I'm like, no, that's not right. Um, that doesn't look like Maeve when I saw the braids, but I swear for a second, I was like, wait a second, did she evolve so much she can have a baby? Because I know that's probably everything she wanted, um, but, yeah, alas, that wasn't it. Um, it was a pleasant surprise. His daughter's super cute, and when... When her when um his wife says she chose sugar and violence, I was dying. That was so fucking funny. (laughs) Um I and maybe it's because I am a girl and I understand the need to be able to protect yourself. I actually enjoyed the fact that Caleb was teaching his daughter because those are skills she needs to have. Boo, you need to learn when it's appropriate and when it's not. But knowing how to protect yourself and being able to fire a gun, that can never not be needed. Cause motherfuckers will try you for your whole life especially being a black woman know how to shoot a gun and know how to kick a motherfucker's ass always um i do like where the story ended with him and maid together um i like their interaction i don't even think we saw them together a lot last season because we didn't even see him tell she was beating the shit out of Dolores (laughs) but I actually like their interaction even though it was only for a little bit so this will be I think this will be um a good combo I'm not sure what's going on with Dolores and at this time at this moment it would just be speculation um I don't know if her she's causing things to happen with her stories because of who she is um or if these people are somehow remembering what's going on in Westworld. I have no idea. It's all speculation. That I don't even can't really care to get into because you know how Westworld is and how I'd be mind fucking me all the time. Um, and then let's get to Maeve. So she's just been living off the grid, grid by herself in a cabin with this dumbass old white man talking about some of your friends came looking for you. How did they look like her friends? Seriously y'all stupid as hell <laughs> this is this is why she was living away from people because all it took was his dumb ass and they found her well actually i guess they tracked that power outage she caused i don't know what's going on with her powers but it looks like it's pretty dope i'm so happy she's in here um you know, we get to we're gonna follow her story because i really mave has always been my favorite character she's always had the fun stuff um, the fun storylines even when dolores's storyline was getting dry could always count on Maeve. hope we see some more um people we care about because i know we saw teddy at the end i hope we see i don't remember what her Boothing's name was but i definitely miss him and if they can bring teddy back they can bring back Mae's boo thing. hopefully he's not gonna be trying to kill her because that would suck um, but i'm not gonna keep going on and on because you you know how i am about westworld right now it's uh all speculation even the um william we know that wasn't william that was like an android why he's following around Maeve, why he wants Maeve. i'm not sure if i'm supposed to know from season two let me know but i know that the original william was killed by the fake one if i'm remembering correctly so this is just a droid um, I guess he got what he wanted. He's going to live for forever. But anyway, the way he took out that, uh, Mexican cartel guy, had him kill everybody. And then those, like, were those flies, ugh, their use to flies are disgusting. <laughs> anyway, um, yep, that's all I got. So I will end it here. Until next time, love, peace, Harry, some black girl magic, Queen of the Couch, Mimi out.
0: That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. I'm right with you about playing video games. My daughter be trying to get me into it. And I'll be like, uh, yeah, I did Mario back in the day and a little brief history of Tiger Woods Golf on a GameCube. So all that stuff people be doing with PlayStations and Switches, and I, yeah. Uh-uh. You can give me a fighting game because I can hit any button to make myself successful, but that's about it. And it's hard to change a character that's my name (laughs) my namesake so yeah it is hard for to call Christina Dolores and not think she's Dolores I think that's going to be one of the biggest things trying to get the audience on board with because you've seen her or known her for three years and counting as Dolores in some capacity so this new person I don't believe is a I think she's a Dolores prototype Uh, is not going to be Dolores despite the fact that she does have some of the same desires like even when she made that pitch when she first went in the office about a dad living with her daughter and that's very much like her home on the ranch she forgot she had a mama she don't give a shit about motherhood (laughs) which I I still find an interesting concept uh you know because we have a lot of fathers and then we have really you know we have a few mothers but particularly with the host the only mother they focused on is Maeve and she I believe is going to be the mother the one that steps into that role the maternal figure because um, that's what Aki really started off being and then like (laughs) i keep always going back to religious things the mother son the holy spirit because you have the mother you have the i mean well i guess if you were thinking about it in the sense like that there's the the mother the son the holy spirit i guess it would be bernard dolores and then the holy spirit would technically be mave i don't know But somewhere in there, if I had more coffee, I could come up with a great analogy. (laughs) But I do think that that's something to ponder. Uh, Yes, Dolores is dead. That is one huge thing that I know is going to be hard to grasp onto in this new season. But like Hector in the exact same fashion, they are dead dead. His brain ball was squished. He is gone. He is no more. Even if they were to find another person that looks like Hector, it's not Hector. Um, so that iteration of the person is no longer existing. So any other person would just be a fill in for And that, that. Do you really just is the person the same? Like, I think that goes back to the season one. <laughs> so just because you can make copies of me doesn't mean I am. I don't have my agency or even in the season three. Or season two. There's a lot of them. Uh but yeah, no, she's gone. She's dead. She erased herself from existence, uh, allowing Sirach and uh Maeve at the time, even though she explained to her what was going on, uh to believe that she had the key the entire time and that it was in her brain, but she knew it would never was, so she accomplished what she could before. They made her the hero of the story, and I still I'm okay with that three years later but I still think that was I mean two years later poorly executed uh you brought up a good point about the things you become accustomed to most people came through the I mean imagine being moved from one continent to another continent and this is all you know it's terrifying to now have this vast land this freedom but you are still technically a prisoner in the state you could just roam around free and then you really if you were in the south didn't have that much freedoms and even if you were in the north you you still were treated differently so you in the south at least they felt okay well if i if i did this if i followed if i whatever uh eventually there was a point because we always pointed out that you know at one point yes when the slave trade initially started everyone was just trying to work their slaves to death because they want the commodity but eventually people got on to the idea that maybe if i treat them better i can keep my commodity longer which means i don't have to spend more money keeping the replacement of labor so there was at some point in some situations can't name them all but there was a there was an emphasis on treating slaves better to get better workout and get have them last not last but yeah live longer because yeah usually it was like 24 hours they're gone but many people that's that's why they started allowing sundays offered allowing them to sing in the fields or like granted what i'm saying is yeah it's easy to say what your choice is when you have that choice and you're sitting comfortably and you're not tested but uh people are happy in their loops people there are a lot more people in the world that are sheep than there are leaders <laughs> and um kind of even going back to the blue tongue thing that Dolores was talking about uh you know we thought that if I just crowd off these certain people that you know we would get rid of it but it turns out it was the flies that was spreading it I think she's taken that to a whole nother level with the flies that she's doing now to control people uh I think she tried to say okay maybe it's the outlier I feel like both humans and hosts have been trying to figure out this nature of control for the betterment of humans in society and yet both of them have made some of the same clear mistakes despite one being quote-unquote uh more righteous than the other due to of course them being created from what they come from so they have a little bit more agency to be like what the fuck i didn't ask to be born into this situation but i am what you have made me and thus if i make some of your same mistakes that's appropriate but now i have to evolve and that's where the hosts are there's like we have evolved past that point where you guys are still stuck Uh, We didn't see a lot of Caleb and Maeve last year. So, yeah, I am looking forward to their interaction this year. I think they would make a really great team. Uh, And as far as why they would go after Maeve, she is the last threat to Charloris, and Caleb is as well. But particularly Maeve because she has superpowers. (laughs) And she's able to, to, I mean, she's went toe -to to toe. And I think there's also a respect in the toe-to-toe but you also killed my man so uh (laughs) can we ever have her truly address that but no, even even in that anger Maeve still has a certain understanding so of course Jaloris is going to try to get rid of her because at this point if anyone's going to topple my plans it's going to be you and Bernard since he's off the the and it could be that she wants to interrogate her to find out where the key is she probably she does know where the key is or at least she has it under she might be thought to know where the key is or where bernard is because bernard would be considered on her side (laughs) so i don't know how this is all going to tie together but i'm i have a lot of high hopes for where we can go in this season. So if you want to send feedback for our next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. you mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. B. Thank you The town's 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 Thank you Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Burning down, 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 Thank you Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Omkara be Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Peace. B. B. Burning down, 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 Thank you Thank you. Thank you. Burning down, 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 Thank you Bye. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We'll mm-hmm. back. Bye. Now, now, Thank you. I'm Bye. Mm-hmm. No. Thank you. Bye. Burning down, 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 Thank you.